What the fuck is up? What's happening, bro? Chilling, man. Just got done watching the Celtics game. It was a shit show. We need Jalen Brown back. We need Rob Williams back. It was tough stuff. <laughs> tough stuff. Remember tough stuff? What is tough stuff? They used to be like they're like sports conventions where you could like get you could like meet athletes and shit. No, I don't remember that at all. Oh, really? I met a bunch of people there, like uh, Isaac Bruce. Who? Um, the Bruce man. Yeah, we met uh, Bart Starr, Johnny Unitas, um, a bunch of people, dude. A bunch of people. Good old Johnny U. Yeah, I still have his autograph somewhere. Hank Aaron. Um, yeah. The only one I like treasure is the Isaac Bruce autograph. Because I love Isaac show Bruce. Turf. Dude, I loved Isaac Bruce when I was a kid, man. Isaac Bruce was a man. Yeah, he was the fucking man. Him and Tory Holt. Yeah. And um, what was the other guys? It was Ricky Prohl and um, Azir Hakim. <laughs> um, and that's all I can remember. Randall L? I don't remember. Am I wrong? I think you might be. I don't think it was. I think. I don't. I don't think so. Marshall Falk, obviously. Um, yeah. No, he just played the Steelers. I'm not thinking of the right person. No. I knew I wasn't. Um. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also the cuts from last week, the Robo, the yeah, <laughs> Doctor Robotnik was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm it not... took you like a full minute before you realized it was your internet that went out. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm not cutting it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it did take me a minute. It was classic Stone Sports. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good stuff i'm reading about the greatest show on turf right now to see who the other guy was the other receiver it's killing me right now bro all right marshall falk isaac bruce obviously tory holt he's the number three receiver azir hakeem ricky prole orlando pace roland williams no it was azir hakeem dude that must be who you're thinking of it must be who I'm thinking of. Yeah, man. That was the shit. That was the shit. Um, they were so fucking good. They really... I mean, dude, if you have Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt alone... But then, like, what people don't realize is, like, Azir Hakim and fucking Ricky Prohl were no fucking slouches either. And then you have Marshall Falk, who's basically a receiver. You know, I mean, he could run the ball. And you have Kurt Warner throwing the ball, who's, right. like, one of the all-time gamer QBs. Yeah, like, he's, you know, Marshall Falk was basically a receiver. So, you, like, it's just, there's only so much coverage you can, there's so, so much pass coverage you can do. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of unfair. But, um, yeah, let's, uh, I, well, I guess we can stick with sports unless there's an oof today that, you know, we should. Uh, oh, you know I got an oof, baby. Let's get to it. Okay. We're uh, we're going to the sky, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a man who has crashed his plane seven times in one week. Wait, how's that? How's that even possible? That's what I'm. That was my first thought. 
Licensed pilot Dennis Collier was the proud new owner of an amphibious airplane called a Sea Wind 3000. He went to California to check out the beautiful aircraft that had not been flown for years. In fact, the aircraft only had a total of 20 hours of fly time on its life. Uh, crash number one. The first of the seven crashes happened while attempting to land after a test flight in California. The landing gear was still up. That banged up the plane pretty good, but nobody was injured. Crash number two. The engine stalled, causing the plane to come down hard beside a runway in New Mexico, taking out a sign and runway lights. Again, no injuries reported. Crash number three. We know for sure that this crash also took place at the same airport in New Mexico as crash number two. However, it's unclear exactly what happened. Crash number four. After leaving New Mexico and being in there for a couple hours, more problems arose. The left wing hinge tab was stuck and the plane was pitching upwards. It took all of the pilot's strength to control the aircraft in four attempts to land. That landing in Nebraska was a very rough one. So he just kept, like, trying to land and, like, bouncing off the side of the runway and then pulling back up. And Crash number five, after repairs, Collier performed a test flight that ended in yet another crash at Nebraska. Crash number six, the record eagle lays out the terrifying crash. The hydraulic pressure gauge was registering zero, Collier said, and the fuel gauge showed an uneven supply. He radioed the airport to ask whether there was a spotter on the ground who could look up as he passed and let him know if the landing gear was down. No response. The nose hit during landing and the plane skid down the runway in Manistique, Michigan. Crash number seven, Bertie. This week-long nightmare ended on the 4th of July in Lake Michigan. Since the Seawind 3000 had so many recent issues with the landing gear deploying, the pilot promised the FAA, the same FAA that my boy on the live show a couple weeks ago scammed, that he would keep the landing gear down for his 25-minute flight. He did not know when he made that promise that he would be doing an emergency water landing due to the wing flaps not responding. The landing gear caused the plane to go vertically into the water nose first. Somehow he remained uninjured once again. However, the plane that should be able to float is now at the bottom of Lake Michigan. <laughs> What's the, is it Lake Michigan? No, it's that one in Utah. There's a lake somewhere that's like so full of salt that like people like try to like carjack cars and shit and like dump them in the lake and they just float. That's crazy. I think it's in Utah. That's Probably absolutely because like crazy. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake, right? Right. Um, yeah. This guy should probably get his pilot's license revoked. Or, or that company that made that plane should get the shit suit out of him. One or the other, maybe both. Maybe both. You might be right. I like the imagery of him. Like he's crashed this thing five times. He's still going for it. And number six, he like. He just asks, he's like, guys, is my landing gear down? And nobody answers. And he's like, well, I guess we'll find out. And just took her down anyway. Yeah, right. I mean, he probably <laughs> was running out of fuel and shit. Like, didn't really right. have a choice. You know? That's fucked. Dude's got to do, like, <laughs> just comes home. His wife's like, what happened? How was the, how was the flight? And he's like, ah, oh, third emergency landing this week. And she's like, sell the plane, John, please. I can't. I spent our entire life savings on it. I want yeah, a divorce. That's what I'd say. I want That's a divorce. I'm... It's me or the plane. <laughs> it's me or the plane, John. You need to pick. Right? I just. I... 
<laughs> just yeah. mind-boggling that he's not dead yet, bro. Yeah. Like, how I do mean, you crash like, a plane what, seven times in a week? That's say? one a day. Why are you still flying it? Yeah, like, what can you say? That's that's. How um, is the plane still flyable? I don't know. I really don't. I have no idea. If the company did get sued, that's got to be your defense. We crashed it seven times, and he's still flying it. Right. Yeah. Truth. It's the Duracell <laughs> bunny of airplanes. <laughs> Keeps going and going and going. That's a good comp. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's get to some spurts. Uh, some spurts. Uh, How about some spurts? <laughs> Stone spurts. <laughs> um, start with football absolutely um thursday night football is what we'll get to first miami dolphins baltimore ravens the wrong team won miami dolphins 22 10 three and seven on the season baltimore six and three afc north still theirs to lose however um we almost had a big man touchdown in this one did you see any highlights of that no I saw nothing. It was a Dolphins right guard hunt. There was a... Oh, I did see this. I did see you, it. You did? Yeah. <laughs> the pass one awry ended up in the hands of the right guard who, like, started rumbling from, like, the 15-yard line. Like, almost hurtled somebody into the end zone, flipped on his back, and landed at the one. And then it ended up being a play that didn't even count because he wasn't an eligible receiver. So it was a penalty on Miami, and they got moved back yardage. But the effort was there, and we appreciated it. And I'm really upset that we didn't even just – we didn't get a big man touchdown. You should have just given it to him for the effort. Yo, for real, like, I'm going to say, like, that's fucked up, man. Like, you, like that's a bullshit-ass rule, bro. It is a bullshit-ass rule. I mean, the guy fucking – I saw people on Twitter saying you should get one play per game that you can throw it to a lineman that he doesn't get declared an eligible receiver before the play. Like right. you get one, each team gets one. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually a really funny element that could be added into the game. Cause if something like that happens, like you, maybe you have a trick play planned later in the game, but then that happens. You're like, well, I got to take the touchdown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's like, I mean, I guess the reason the rule exists is cause it's the only thing separating their game from rugby. Right. Yeah, so. Still very cool. Would be nice to see. Um, Miami blitzed all game. Like, literally every fucking play was just a blitz. It was pretty awesome. They had Lamar Jackson under fire the entire game. Couldn't do shit. Uh, Baltimore looked tired from their OT game against Minnesota, and they dropped the ball on this one. Took it the L. happens from time, from time to time. From team to team. Yeah, sometimes when you play spurts, you know, you don't come out on top. Yeah. That's yeah. why we love spurts. That's that's spurts, baby. That's spurts. <laughs> love it. Uh, next up, Saints-Titans. Uh, Bertie, I think you will recall last week I said if I could bet the house on the Saints covering this game, I would. Yes. Good thing I didn't because gambling is bad and irresponsible, but it would have hit. Absolutely. Oh, okay. The Saints covered. Okay. <laughs> would have had a whole lot more money in my pocket Ooh, that's isn't that like the worst feeling we were just like damn if i would have just rolled the motherfucking dice right you know had a few of those lately my guy me too 
Tennessee eight and two this season. They are the number one seed in the AFC, even without Derrick Henry. Uh, Titans have beat five teams that went to. Oh, sorry. This is my ESPN seventy degree stat from last week. This is my stat for this week. Okay. Uh, Titans have beat five teams that went to last year's playoffs. The last time a team did that was 2003 when the Eagles did so, and they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, Tennessee has also played the strongest schedule thus far. They've beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams, the Saints. All teams have at least a top five offense or a top five defense, excluding the Colts. Oh, far out. Another Tennessee stat, they have also now have the weakest remaining schedule from here on out. I believe they play the Jags twice, the Jets. Oh, boy. I think the Giants are on their schedule, too. Damn. I might be wrong e- about the last one. easy but. mother. Either way, it doesn't matter. Even if that's like a hard-ass team, it's still easy fucking street. Yeah, they've got a really easy schedule remaining. Um. Question though, if the Titans are a number one seed, is are you confident as Ryan Tannehill being your quarterback going into the playoffs? No, me neither. He's not proven. I mean, he's been really good since he left Miami, but I still don't think he's a guy that can lead you to the Super Bowl. Let alone, I don't even think he's a guy that can get you to a conference championship. To be honest, Derrick Henry is, but is Derrick Henry going to be healthy? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think you're bang on, dude. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. right now, as it stands, Titans are uh, sitting at the top. Um, Patriots play them in like two weeks, too. That'll be a big game. Yeah. Uh, quick one here. Bills-Jets, 45-17. Bills had a bounce-back game after laying an egg to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Mike White. The Jets interim QB, if you want to call him that. Horrible game. Four interceptions. Uh, before the game, he said he should have been the number one overall pick. Wrong. <laughs> I also think that was some shade to Zach Wilson because the Jets obviously drafted him at number two this year. Right. And there's been like a lot of shit on Twitter being like, the Jets, Jets uh, already had their fucking franchise qb it was mike white all along nope answer is nope but i like the balls of mike white just being like yeah fuck you zach wilson i should have been the number one pick yeah i respect the uh the betting on yourself yeah i love it jets two and seven i also had somebody in my celtics cast tonight uh, i think his name was a debs shout out a debs he said uh pretty confident that the jets will win out the season i almost spit my drink out yeah I, I don't even have a drink and I almost spit it out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's pretty funny. Um, next up, also pretty funny. Let's get to it. The Detroit Lions are not going to go completely defeated. Good for Dan Campbell. He went 0-16 as a player. He will not be the first person to go 0-17 as a head coach. They got a tie. The Pittsburgh Steelers come on down to fucking shit street. 16 16 i saw a lot of people saying uh tie with the lions should count as two losses i like that i like that too not only is it hilarious but it's kind of accurate i'm also more confident now than ever that Uh the lions are not actually gonna get a win this year i'm more confident than ever that they're gonna go oh 16 and one yes 
They're yeah. going to be the first team to go 0 16 and 1. In history. And it's going to be amazing. I'm so here for it. They're really bad um, at spurts. Yeah, the, the, like them tying, being 0 and 8, they just, that's the best they could possibly do. Uh, more evidence for that. They lost every coin toss this season except against the Steelers. They won the coin toss, <laughs> lost in overtime. So that means that this is the best they can do. This is their peak. Right. Right. I said lost in overtime. They tied in overtime. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Uh, you know what I meant. Big Ben, self-diagnosed COVID, did not play. Big Ben's a doctor now. Uh, Jesus Christ. Can you you... <laughs> Guys, I got COVID. Yes. Yeah. Sounds a bit. He Googled his symptoms. They letter, Kenny, the native flu. The native flu, yeah. He had the lion flu. Yeah. Sounds like he's got a bit of the lion flu. Lion Titus. Jesus Christ. Uh, Najee Harris, Pittsburgh rookie running back, did not know you could tie in football. <laughs> Which is hilarious to me. I want to see the look on his face when it happens. He just, like, running back out there for the next drive. Like, Najee, it's over. He's like, what do you mean it's over? Yeah, that's it. No, that's it. We tied. And he's just like, what? I'm fucking tied, football. I mean, I, I really do think you shouldn't have ties in sports, but that's just me. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. It's just like, No. No. You wouldn't do it in the playoffs. Why are you going to do it in the regular season? Right, right. I mean, that's why. Even I... if, you, if you want the game to end, then make it something that can end it on. Like, if you want to do a fucking, like, shootout like hockey, do field goals. Back yeah, it up. See, 35, I, I then 45, then 50. I don't think they should do the shootout first. because, like, I get it. Like, shootout's fun to watch, but it's a skills competition. I don't competition. think they should It's either. not the game. Like, yeah, agreed. I don't think they should do it either, but I'm just saying, like, if yeah. you. There's like there's so many options. Yeah, to avoid ties. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Like, I'd rather playing. you just play the overtime, but if you're like getting concerned with like time constraints, like if that yeah. becomes an issue, like just do that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's still better than a tie. I think somebody would rather lose on that than fucking yep. tie. I yep. think I would at least. Um Yeah, so oh eight and one for the Lions, five three and one for the Steelers. Jacksonville Indy. Uh, Jacksonville lost by six here. Colts five and five now. Jacksonville two and seven. Jonathan Taylor, second best back in the league behind Derrick Henry, in my opinion. Uh, putting up huge numbers, receiving and rushing. He's just gotten better as the season's gone on. 107 first half yards, and then they just kind of stopped going to him, which is kind of weird. But anyway, Jags beat the Bills, come back down from the clouds. There were six straight punts with no first downs at one point. So this game was a fucking slog. Uh, 23-17 was the final, as I said. Next up, Tom Brady had a fucking horror show today. Well, Sunday. Bucks 19, Washington Football Club 29. The Heineken only shows up against the Bucks, Birdie. It's the only time he plays good football. If you recall in the playoffs last year, he showed up big time, which is why everyone had the buzz about him this season. Right. And he's pretty much sucked all year until he goes up against Papa Brady. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know, bro. But the game-winning drive for Washington was the longest this season by any team. It was over 10 minutes long. They used 19 plays to score a touchdown. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right? 
So they just they essentially had the ball the entire fourth quarter. Right. Um, Chase fuck? Young, Star Washington Football Club, the end torn ACL out for the rest of the season. He refused to go off the field on the cart, uh, walked off the field with help, came back to the sideline before the game ended, sporting crutches. So that's a fucking warrior right there. Shout out Chase Young. Right. Second year guy acting like a 10 year vet. Uh, Brady, two picks in the first quarter. One was okay. Wasn't his fault off the receiver's hands. Second one, he threw it, missed the receiver by five to 10 yards. And there was four defenders in the area to the one receiver. It was one of the worst throws I've seen all season by anybody. Mm. Big oof. Big oof. Uh, That swung the game towards Washington and they never looked back. Uh, Better in the second half, Brady was, but still not great. Um, Washington also ruled Ryan Fitzpatrick out for the remainder of the season with the phantom hip injury he's got going on. Which, if you look at the hit, like, he didn't get hit that hard to be out the rest of the season for the hip. I don't know what's going on. This is just big oof after big oof after big oof, bro. Big oof football week. Yeah, oof ball. Oof ball. Fuck me. <laughs> Here's the first nadu for the fucking NFL week, Brady. What's up? Patriots Browns 45 fucking 7. Mac Jones. Patriots are all the way goddamn back. <laughs> Bills were coming for you. We smell blood in the water. Patriots are going to win the East, possibly the AFC Championship. I don't know, man. Defense is all the way back. Mac looks like a future Hall of Famer. He was making throws in this game that 10-year vets make it i am loving this patriots team right now such a change of pace from the cam newton led team of last year with no defense no receivers anything we still don't really have receivers but everything else so much fucking better ramondre stevenson we got um christian barmore on the defense this is maybe bill's best draft class ever i'm fucking ready for this birdie i'm so ready for this (laughs) Right about now would be the time where Meech would be like, you're fucking crazy. Oh, you hold on. I have a text from Meechlo right here. Uh, talking about Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry has become Gronk. I said, I love it. He said, if you're in the red zone, he's getting the ball. With him, the key is the same as it was with Gronk. It's staying healthy. He also goes on to say, I was really hoping you guys whiffed on Mac Jones, but really don't think you guys did, and now your asses are going to continue to compete for another 10 years. God fucking damn it. (laughs) I said, let's go. That was a dot, bro. And he said he looks so good, and he's a fucking rookie. Then he went on to add, has a punchable face. And I said, don't you lay a finger on our Mac. He does have a punchable face, but that means he's going to be a good quarterback. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like almost a fucking prerequisite. And it's almost better because everyone wanted us to suck so badly. And now you're going to have to look at Mac's fucking face. Not athletic at all. Out there just slinging the ball. Killing it. Right. I mean, I didn't give a fuck whether you were good or bad. I just thought it would be hilarious if you were bad. No, I agree. You're you're not the people I'm talking about. Meech is one of them. Yeah. But (laughs) Twitter people mainly. Um, Well, Twitter is just this, like, like Twitter, Twitter and now. Boston Sports Radio, because they talk about us all day. They get paid to do it. They have all these connections with the team, but all they do is shit on us and make crazy claims well, all I mean, fucking day long. Look, I think that's just talking about sports, really. But like, 
Twitter in particular is cool. Uh, yeah, it's fucked up, man. Because it's like, I mean, and Twitter's like this in all realms, like whether it's political or it's sports or whatever it is. Any any post. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's either like it's just a culture of extremes. It's like either the team is dog shit or the team is really good. Like you can't be like right. in the middle. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. There's a I don't know. It's it's yeah. Uh, the Rangers podcast I was listening to was talking about it uh, last week. How like you know the Rangers aren't playing terrible. Like they've gotten points in uh, I think thirteen of the sixteen games they've played, but they don't look great. And like people are either saying like oh you're not a real fan or like if you're like hey they're not that bad they're like oh like everything sucks and you're an idiot and it's just like dude like yeah like what the fuck are you talking about like people are quick to hit the red button yes they are dude people are quick to uh blow it all up yeah 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 i don't know because i'm stupid <laughs> that spurts that spurts and that's your brendan dassey reference for the episode yeah free brendan Free Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. We're going to look Brandon. really bad if it turns out he did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. He didn't, dude. He just didn't. He just didn't. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, bro, What's Tiger up? King 2 dropped today. Oh, I saw that. I meant to mention that to you in the intro. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, Tiger King 2 dropped. Where I, what are we going to do? Are we going to watch along? What's up? Yeah, dude, we should definitely do some watching. I'm gonna, I'll try to watch as many as possible tomorrow. I will not. I have so much shit to do tomorrow. Man, quit being a hoe. I got sports to do. Spurts. The Pats are on tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. I gotta see Mac are Jones. playing tomorrow. They're playing the Leafs tomorrow, so I, I'm I gotta watch, watch Mac Jones deep dick the Falcons. Although the Falcon, the not the Falcons, the Hawks beat the shit out of the Celtics tonight, so that yeah, means we owe them one. Could be one of those weeks. No, it means we owe them one. Right, right. I got you. I got. We're coming you. for that ass, because like I said, the Patriots are back, Charles. back division, all the way back. We're we're forty five to seven last week. I don't know if I actually said the score over the Browns. Uh, Browns had an eighty four yard drive on their first drive for a touchdown. Uh, the rest of the game had 133. Mm. Not what you want to see. Also, Dearness Johnson filled in for Nick Chubb. He looked like fucking Barry Sanders that first drive, and then he disappeared the rest of the game. Mm. Mack had his best throw of the season. We play the Falcons on Thursday. Uh, let's get to them real quick. They got the brakes blown off of them by the Cowboys. 43 to 3 it was 36 to 3 at halftime mm -hmm. the um let, let, let's get into this for a second dan quinn he was the falcons head coach you remember uh he got fired arthur smith took over arthur smith said football is not a game for soft souls and we got rid of a lot of our soft souls Ooh. that was like one of the first things he said um dan quinn Clearly took exception to that because he the Cowboys were beating the brakes off him. Like I said, thirty six to three at halftime. Uh, it was like a running play. They're trying to just get to halftime. It was like 10, 20 seconds left or whatever. Dallas stopped them in the backfield and called a timeout. 
They're Ooh. like, run another play, motherfucker. Go ahead. They gave them another play to run in the half. Damn. So Dan Quinn, not happy about Arthur Smith's comments, clearly came out and made a statement. Uh, they gave him the game ball for it. Good for Mr. Quinn. Um, let down spot for the Falcons after a big win against the Saints last week and a big bounce back for the Cowboys after a big loss to the Broncos. So that's just how the cookie crumbles in the NFL. Cowboys have blocked three punts this year, which is two more than they've had in the last 10 seasons. <laughs> That's a hell of a stat. Hell of a stat. They had one blocked punt the entire Jason Garrett era. That's crazy. Right? That's kind of nutty, dude. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, Falcons have given up no more than 300. Or yeah, they've given up zero 300-yard passing games this season. Mm. But they still uh, lose. They've lost five games already. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, we won't. We will not allow a 300-yard passing game, but you can just run all over us. Yeah, it's like it's almost like that log that like doesn't logically make sense, but then it does, I guess. Yeah, and they're down to Wayne Gallman at running back because they signed Mike Davis, who looks like he looks like he's 42 years old running around out there. I don't know what happened from Carolina to Atlanta, but Mike Davis is bad. So they've got 28-year-old journeyman Wayne Gallman starting this week against the pats that's not gonna look good for them uh we're gonna dismantle them this week it's gonna be embarrassing it's gonna be a bloodbath we're gonna absolutely kill them mac jones is gonna look great and then we get to the real part of our schedule where we have to play tennessee indiana and the bills twice mm. so that's that's the real proving grounds for the pats but i am i'm ready for it we're taking that division uh next up was the shocker of the week little uh two and one panthers 34 cardinals 10 cardinals fall to eight and two panthers advanced to five and five i thought the panthers were dead in the water we killed them turns out cam newton comes on over back to carolina and gets them a win uh Cam Newton had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in his re-debut with the Panthers. He signed a one-year deal on, I think, Tuesday mm. last week. Mm. Um, When he was asked how much of the Panthers' playbook he knew coming into the game, he said two touchdowns worth. <laughs> I love that response. It's so good. It's so good. My favorite thing Cam Newton's done or said in the last five years. It's like the Gucci main bitch I might be. Bitch I might be. How much of the playbook you do? Two touchdowns worth, bitch. Right. Uh, s- since 2010, Cam has the second most rushing touchdowns, and that includes running backs, which is kind of a crazy stat, too. Um, Cam's supposed to get first team reps this week, so he's going to be manning the offense for Carolina. Um, Christian McCaffrey's all the way back. He had a huge game today. Cardinals got smoked with Colt McCoy under center. Need Kyler and D-Hop back. I think they are returning this week, so Cardinals should be able to get right. I mean, they're still 8-2, and two, and the Rams have faltered. Packers lost one. So, I mean, wait, they can get through this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Next up, another shocker, Vikings-Chargers. This one's a quickie. 27-20, Vikings got the win. Chargers lost three out of the last four to the Ravens, Patriots, and Vikings. They beat the Eagles last week. Uh, Chargers falling in the West. Chiefs getting back up, getting back to form. Chargers division to lose at the start, and they're doing a good job losing it. Uh, Dalvin Cook eight today. Chargers defense has some holes in it, and Kirk Cousins has actually been pretty decent this season. He just can't win primetime games. So I think everyone started jumping on Kirk Cousins, myself included, after the Dallas game because it was a primetime game and he looked horrible. Right. But he's actually not been that bad this season. But that's the Kirk Cousins mo. He'll do just enough to either get you to the playoffs and get knocked out the first round, or he'll do just enough to just miss the playoffs. Yeah. Kirk Cousins special. That's what yeah. he's good at. The, the, what do they call that? Um, uh, I don't remember the word. Jesus Christ. I'm getting so old double. Apparently, bro. Like, I just broke. had the fucking word and now it's gone. Whatever. Bird of your brain. Yeah, it's breaking. Did you play football? Can I get a, I did actually. And hockey. Oh no. I played oh, football no. and oh, hockey. Oh no. Yeah. Roger Goodell is going to come silence you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was with our internet last week. It wasn't Jerry Jones like we thought it was. It was Roger Goodell. He's he's coming for your concussion. He's like, these fuckers are blowing it it wide open. They know it goes all the way to the top. He smelled your concussion a week away. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, we got to get rid of him. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a great big head on Dolph Lundgren's body. There's a great big nose on Dolph Lundgren's body. Body. I said it's a great big head on Dolph Lundgren's body. <laughs> like that's, that's just Dolph Lundgren. That's just Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> he just described Mr. Lundgren, sir. Speaking of Dolphs, did you see young Dolph got shot and killed? Yeah, I texted my buddy uh, about it earlier, and I texted, did you see Young Dolphin got shot? And he texted back laughing emojis, and I was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. And he said, you said Dolphin, not Dolph. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Like, RIP, man. RIP. Shit's crazy. Yeah. In a bakery, just like chilling in a bakery. Somebody came by and shot the place up. Fucked, man. Can't even pick up confectionery treats, bro. Deadliest jobs, number one rapper. Yeah, what's that Black Star lyric? Um, they shot Tupac and Biggie. You know, <laughs> too much yeah, violence yeah, 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 in yeah. hip hop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Great album. Great song. I haven't heard that in a minute. Yeah, dude. It's kind of dangerous to be a MC. Yeah, it's been. A, I haven't heard that in a long fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I just like I just bought it on vinyl, uh, probably like a month ago. I hadn't listened to it in years, and then I saw it in the record store, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I totally mom, forgot about that's this one. My mom has definitely played from time to time. It's so good, so yeah. good. Highly recommend Black Star. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give that a listen. It's been a fucking minute. He just threw me back for a second. Yeah, dude, Talib Kweli and Most Def. Although I don't think he goes by Most Def anymore. But Probably um, not. no. Um, anyway, uh, okay, where were we? I'm sorry, I got us way off, way off track. No, that's all right, man. It was a good time. I had a good time on our little. Uh, what do you want to call hip-hop it? Hip hop history. 
Yeah, hip hop history with Bertle Macklin and Double. Maybe that's the show we start. Yeah, right. That'd be fun. Uh, next up, Seahawks Packers. This was the shit show snoozer of the week. Uh, Packers eight and two, Seahawks three and six. Packers got the win seventeen nothing. This game was three nothing for like three and a half quarters. Oof, it God. was a slog, dude. It was not a good game. And in other sports, that's awesome, but not in football. Bro, it sucked. It sucked. I was watching the Pats, who was like 45-17. Like it was a f- or 45-7, excuse me. Like it was a fucking blowout. It was so fun to watch. Our offense was clicking. Ramondre Stevenson looked like a stud. And then I watched this game after, and oh my God, I wanted to claw my eyes out with a hammer. The sharp end of a hammer. Oof. It was fucking brutal, dude. Uh, Russell Wilson also got talked about like he came off the cross three days after he got nailed up there. Um, <laughs> he said he rehabbed his finger, his fractured finger, for 19 hours a day. Buddy, go fuck yourself. Wow. I'm sorry. Just, like, the, he, the dude's doing fake plays, running two-minute drills with ghost players, talking about rehabbing for 19 hours a day. Again, the fucking announcing team talked like he just got pulled off the goddamn cross. Like, the dude hurt his pinky finger, his index finger, whatever the fuck it was, it was a finger. He didn't break his knee. He didn't tear his ACL. Right. He wasn't out for months. It was three or four weeks, and he hurt his finger. Relax. It was all I fucking heard about all goddamn day. And then guess what? He puts up zero points, so shut the fuck up about it. How about that? Yeah, but you know, man, there are just some players in every single sport that they're always, you know what I mean? Like just and Russell Wilson just cover. seems like the biggest like douchebag tryhard, and I just they ta- they treat him like he's God, and I don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, it's like um, you know Austin Matthews. It's like he can't do anything wrong, even though the Leafs that's are actually, fucking trash. That's a very similar comp, to be honest. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... That was a really good comp. I mean, Austin Matthews is good, but, like... And Russell Wilson is good. Right. But it's just, like, when they play like shit, they still find a way to be like, nope, 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 it's not their fault. And it's like, oh, sometimes it just fucking is, bro. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes you get blanked in Lambo, bro. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, dude. Like, take the L and let's keep it moving. Like, I don't know. I'm finding... Look, and again, bro, they act like he crawled across glass in a fucking right. Store. Exactly. Like he broke his finger. Right. And I, I don't want to I don't want to be like the negative sports guy, but I don't know, man. It seems like the past couple years, a lot of. Like sports writers. It's like they're vilifying some people and then like, you know idolizing some people and i just don't see the like that there's like a consistent criteria for either yeah you know what i mean they do do that and i but i can you said do do yeah they do yeah i did um (laughs) i think i'm guilty of that though too occasionally like i do that in my own head yeah you dislike players and you like players so yeah the fact that they're doing on a like with a platform and media bias is a little different than us doing it. But I mean, what right. I mean, there's not much, you know? I mean, if it's a Homer broadcast, like I don't mind, like I understand right. that's part of it, but if it's like a national thing, like let's relax a little bit. 
Fair play. Fair play. Um, the my, let okay, let me get to my favorite part of this game though. The best part of this fucking shit show of a game was DK Metcalf. He got ejected twice. Wait, how do you get ejected twice? He got ejected, and then he, like, left, and then a couple plays later, he just came back out onto the field with the offense, and the ref was like, buddy, we see you. <laughs> you're 6'4". You're, like, the one of the three receivers on the field. You're out wide. We see your number. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck off the field. So he got ejected twice because he tried to come back into the game. That's amazing. It was pretty funny. I've never seen that. Holy shit, that's good. It was really funny, bro. Um, it was an INT for Jalen Adams and Kevin King, so you know it was a weird fucking game. Jalen Adams, obviously the safety who with uh, the safety who sacks no interceptions in his career. He got his first career INT like five years into his career. He's already been paid his like big deal. That's how long he's been in the league. Uh, Kevin King. Uh, also just gets burnt for the Packers. He got an INT. That was crazy. It shouldn't have been. He dropped it, but they gave it to him anyway. Uh, Aunt Jemima Dillon, AJ Thunderthighs Dillon, breakout game for him. Aaron Jones goes down with the injury. AJ Dillon showed up. Russell Wilson shut out for the first time as Seahawks starter. Um, Carlos Dunlap chucked somebody's shoe. One of the Packers players lost a shoe. Carlos Dunlap looked around, picked it up, and threw it as far as he could downfield. Mm. Love to see it. Yeah, you do. I like shoe shenanigans in sports. I remember Jarrett Jack did it like twice in one season. Somebody lost a shoe on the court. He threw it into the stands. Yeah, shoe shenanigans are awesome. I'm a big shoe shenanigan guy. That's an episode title, shoe shenanigans. Shoe shenanigans. Uh, Eagles, Broncos, 30-13. Eagles, 4-6. and six, Broncos, 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Pretty much the opposite story of the Atlanta-Dallas game. Broncos had the big win last week. Let down this week. Same with the Eagles. Uh, Eagles, three pass attempts all second half. They just ran the ball. Broncos, let down game after blowout over Dallas. Devontae, first Eagles receiver to have multiple TDs in a game since 2014. Shout out Jordan Matthews. Jalen Hurts is improving, but I still don't think he's the guy. They've looked a little bit better the last couple weeks. They've been trying to get his legs more involved in the designed offense instead of just, like, breaking the play to do it. Um, Sirianni definitely isn't the guy, though. He needs to go. (laughs) Eagles have five games remaining against Washington Football Club, the New York Giants, and the New York Jets. Two against WFC, two against the Giants, and one against the Jets. So Eagles pretty easy schedule remaining. They sit at four and six. Could be a pretty decent bubble team. Uh, but they gotta get their shit together. But that's a little crazy to me because they looked horrible at the start of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Teddy Bridgewater fumble saga? No, I didn't. I saw some people posting about it, but I did not do it. Yeah, so Darius Slay got a scoop and score. Uh, He picked up the fumble coming down the field, about to bring it back for the touchdown. Teddy Bridgewater's the last line of defense for the Broncos, and he just, like, he stutter steps like he's gonna, like, do something, but that's all he did was the stutter step. Like, he stepped (laughs) towards him and backed up. And that was Teddy Bridgewater's attempt at tackling. That's Jesus. the last line of defense. Okay. 
He should have just done what Brady does, where if he throws a pick, he just runs off to the sideline. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not even trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say so. At least it's less embarrassing. Right. Yeah. Uh, less embarrassing. Raiders. Uh-oh. 41-14. They lose to the Chiefs on Sunday night. Are the Chiefs back, Birdie, or are the Raiders done? Seemed like the Chiefs we've been used to the last couple years. Uh, their defense is still very suspect. Um, crazy Deshaun Jackson fumble for the Raiders. His first catch as a Raider. Uh, he was going down the middle of the field after said catch got open. He just, like, started drifting to the side a little bit. Like, he wasn't running in a straight line. Chiefs defense caught him, stripped him, picked the ball up and brought it the other way. They end up, Casey ends up scoring on offense quickly after. Um, it was 24-14 at that time. Deshaun Jackson obviously had a touchdown in his hands. It would have made it 24-21. And then that turned into 31-14. So from there, um, the game was pretty much over after that fumble. Yeah, that's uh, a final nail in the coffin, as they say. I mean, can it be a bit of both? Could probably be a bit of both, right? Is what we're talking about, nuance. Yeah, it could probably be a little bit of both. Like I said, the Chiefs' offense looked a lot better than it has. Their defense was still suspect, but it was that was probably the best game they've played all year. Right, so maybe they're finally hitting the groove. It's probably a little too little too late, you know? I mean, they can still win. They're first in their division right now because the Raiders lost to them. The Broncos lost. Actually, yeah, you might be right. I mean, sometimes and the, the Chargers gets... lost three of their last four. So, like that's what I was saying earlier. The Chargers did have it on lock, and they pretty much handed it back to the Chiefs. Right, and I'm, you see it in all sports. Like sometimes the team that gets hot the latest is the team that wins the championship. Right, you kind of saw that with the Bucks last year. Right, uh, I've seen the Kings do it in the Stanley Cup. I've seen, you know what I mean? Like, it happens right. a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the last game, which I didn't really get to watch much of because I was doing a cast for the Celtics, uh, Niners-Rams, 31-10. Uh, pretty much the Debo Samuel show. Rams laid another stinker similar to what they did against Tennessee, and the Niners picked up a win not many people expected them to get. Uh, four and five for the Niners this season. Rams fall to seven and three. And despite an injury to Kyler Murray and some bad games, the Cardinals still sit atop the NFC West. Mm. Uh, that will do it for football this week. Pat's Falcons Thursday. Looking forward to that, but we can get into, do you want to do some hockey or some basketball? Let's do basketball first. All right. Let's get some basketball, some basketball. Uh, let's get to my five things for the week. Uh, first thing on the docket, teams underperforming and overperforming. Some teams with examples of it. Uh, Celtics, Hawks, and Bucks, three teams that should be in the playoffs. All three sit beneath the eight seed right now. Uh, a lot of it's injuries, different situations. However, the Hawks are pretty healthy right now. They're just not winning games. They beat the shit out of us tonight. Um, a lot of those teams have issues, but the teams at the top of the East are not ones you'd expect. The Wizards currently lead the way. The Cavs are a four seed. Um, so I, I expect within the next month or so that a lot of the East will start to level out. Right. And we'll go back to normal, especially once people get back from injury. Like the Bucks have 
Middleton out. They've got so many people out. What's that phrase? Regress to the mean. Yeah, exactly. The Heat, they have they're without Butler, Bam, like they had everybody out. So ten and four Wizards, ten and four Bulls, eleven and five Nets, ten and five Heat. I really don't expect the Nets and the Heat to stay up there from that pack. Hornets, Cavs, Knicks. I mean, the, the top three seeds to me in the East. I think I've said this before on the show are the Nets, the Heat, and the Bucks, and then everyone else is pretty much a contender from the seeds below that. But like I said, I still expect them to sort of level out after this next month or so. Right, start to spread out a little bit. Yes, sir. Next up, Luca, number two on the list. Luca Doncic, my guy, my bong is named after the man. Uh, he is going to be out for a couple weeks. He sprained his ankle and his knee. Oh, God damn. Yeah, it just had, it went down weird, little tweak. Uh, good thing it was just a sprain, you know what I mean? Franchise player, don't want to see that. Yeah, for sure. Bad for the spurt. Bad for the spurt, bad for the Mavs, bad for Mark Cuban. So shout out to Luca. get well soon. Number three, Fred Van Vliet was fined $15,000 for an obscene gesture last week. Uh, he hit a go-ahead shot with, like, 23 seconds left for the Raptors, and he held uh, his hands down between his knees and did the big nuts symbol. Nice. He was fined. Worth it. Worth it for sure. Yeah, absolutely worth it. Got to flex. Those are $15,000 nuts. Right? <laughs> Got to feel good about that. Right. Um, Cade Cunningham started to come around. People were worried he was hurt to start the season after the injury. Number one overall pick wasn't looking great. He had a 25-8 eight eight performance, which was he was the youngest player to do that in NBA history. So Cade Cunningham looking a lot better the last couple weeks. He had another big game tonight, 16-8-6. So looking to be that triple threat, rebound, assist, and point guy that the Pistons were really hoping they got when they drafted him. I still think Evan Mobley is going to be the number one person to come out of this draft class, but Kate Cunningham has been killing it the last week or so and uh, might not be as bad as people were making it out to be. Nice. Love to see. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, number five, last on the docket for basketball. Little basketball. Uh, 76ers fan was on sports radio. A uh, fan identified as James called into the Angelo Cataldi show to talk about Ben Simmons. When asked how he was doing, James said, someone just hit my car. The on-air talent was shocked and encouraged James to chase down the driver of the other car and get a license plate number. Despite all that, James wanted to stay on the line to talk about Simmons. Why? Quote, because he annoys me more than someone hitting my car and driving <laughs> off. That's fucking awesome. Um. Uh, the clip cuts off at that point, but James apparently stayed on the line to complain about Simmons for another couple minutes before having to go deal with the issue with this car. That is incredible. That's so good. Right? It's just so Philly sports. Yeah, it is. He just called to say Dallas is America's team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, those were my five things for the basketball this week. Okay. So we get to the hockeys. Uh, you want a little... Yeah, we could do a, a break. Uh, we could do a toss break. Toss one in. We could do a break. Let's get it. 
Um, we've got a pogo stick there, devil. Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, they're kind of terrifying. Pogo sticks? Yeah. They're a little scary. I had one for a little bit. I got it at a like some sort of yard sale or something. It was free, I know that. But it was pretty fun, honestly. Like when I was a kid, little kid, it was fun. I used it all the time. I was pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah, they're fun when you're a kid, but like as you get older, you're like, yo, this is mad dangerous. Mad scary. Right? Like this is like neck breaking territory. Yeah. Yep. ACL maybe. Alright, so what happened with this pogo stick? Uh Florida Daredevil broke a Guinness World Record by using his pogo stick to jump over five consecutive cars in London. Fuck yeah. Tyler Phillips, a member of the US ex Pogo team, uses the name Pogo Tyler on TikTok, took on the record for Guinness World Records Day when his teammate previous Guinness World Records Day must just get David Rush. Rock hard. <laughs> Fully erect. It's marked on the calendar. It's circled twice in red Sharpie. <laughs> or he's like, nah, nah. Honey, three weeks. He's like, only three weeks. He's like, only amateurs do it on Guinness World Record Day. Like, I'm doing this oh, shit 365. You're totally right. Yeah, you're totally right. You're totally yeah. right. He's like, I don't need a day for it. That's just my life, damn it. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's like, this is a grind, bitch. Gets mad when he reads it. Yeah, he does. Uh huh. Guinness World Records Day when his teammate, previous record holder, Dalton Smith, Dalton Smith sounds like a pogo guy, broke his ankle two weeks before his planned attempt for 2021. So Tyler Phillips, his teammate, goes down, current world record holder. He's like, fuck that. I'll step in for you, buddy. I'll fill those shoes. Don't you worry. I'll jump those cars. Smith set the record at four cars in 2019. So Phillips' attempt featured five black London cabs at Olympic Park in London. To practice, I set up a pogo sticks, figuring out the width of a car. I'd have multiple. It felt so weird, and that had me a little nervous. But as soon as I got here and I was doing the cars, it just felt easier. Training for this record was way harder than actually doing it, Phillips told Guinness World Records after successfully vaulting over the five vehicles. Phillips said he is now setting his sights on more pogo stick records, including breaking the one he now holds. I would love to try this again, but with more cars, he said. Badass. Badass. He's the Clint Eastwood of pogo sticking. The dirty Harry of pogoing. What's the proper word for it? Well, I mean, let's let's call it what it is, Birdie. He's the Tom Brady of pogoing. Yeah, he because is. Because he had the guy set the record before him. We This is relevant. Man in the arena. Shout out Tom Brady. Drew Bledsoe. Mr. Uh, Dalton Nichols, whatever the fuck his name was. It doesn't even matter what his name was. Uh, he's the Drew Bledsoe in this situation, and Tyler Phillips is our Tom Brady, our hero, our heroine, because he fucking stepped up when the guy went down. He broke his record, and now he's like, fuck that. This is what I do for a day job now. I'm an extreme pogo extraordinaire. I'm going to jump six cars. I'm going to jump seven black London cabs Fuck you, Dalton. This is my show now. Greatest show on turf. Tom Brady's show. Tyler Phillips, bitch. We should call the show Fuck You, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dalton. That's pretty good. I wish my nuts were worth 15 grand. <laughs> Just back to the $15,000 nuts combo. Me too, bro. Dip them in gold. Yeah, I feel like that's really dangerous. Because, you know, you got to shrink and expand and, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, what if they go to expand in this gold and you did the 
cast when they were shrunk, and now all of a sudden your balls are about to explode. It's know, like a just, chastity belt. Yeah, exactly. I just I feel like that's 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 not good. Okay, so let's get back to spurts because uh, this conversation is going to a place where I just really don't think it should go. Yeah, um, it's got to get to a place where it shouldn't be. Yeah, like we did on the live show talking about what hands we masturbate with and shit. That got out of control. <laughs> did um, we? Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I black out during that show. Uh, so let's talk about some hockey. So first thing we should talk about is probably the Senators, right? And um, how their season's basically on pause because of COVID. COVID. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Didn't this happen nice. to Ottawa last season too, bro? Dun, dun, dun. Am I? They're one of the first. Yeah, uh, right? That, yep. Okay. I thought the same thing, and I looked it up. They were one of the first people. Yeah, first that's fucked, man. What the hell's going on in Ottawa, dude? What are they doing out there? Just, like, spitting on each other. Right? What the fuck? I'd expect on? it from Montreal with all the sex clubs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but for real, man, like, you know. Come on, Ottawa. I feel bad for them, and um, I hope everyone's okay. But, yeah, so their season is kind of basically on pause and i'm sure they'll have to fit those games in but in an olympic year you know that's even more daunting because the schedule's already kind of compressed because of the olympics so now you got to throw this on top of it good luck ottawa that's really all that i have to say Ottawa. Um, let's see you want to talk about the hall of fame again lazen yeah it's pretty cool i mean i think he deserves it i i like jerome Ginla. I, I want to ask you this. Stand. Do you think there's beef with Dion Panuff and Jerome Aginla? Because Dion Panuff was like, Jerome Aginla's going into the Hall of Fame tonight. I'm going to announce my retirement. Oh, right. That's a really good point. Beef? Well, Calgary Flames beef? Yeah, I would say, like, maybe tiny beef. Like a White Castle burger amount of beef. Hmm. I don't think we got, like, full-on bacon like or sub- beef. You know? Subway tuna amount of beef. Right, exactly. Like, 19%. <laughs> yeah but um there was a bruin on the list um because i looked it up uh who was it we were a bruin there were things are a bruin there was a a there is a bruin uh peter mcnab i think is who it was good old pd nabs i don't know who that is um it's one of the few people i won't know who it is but you know he's good old pd nabs yeah pd nabs bro um He's 69 years old. Let's talk. Yeah. He's, his he's parent. Nice. Is, it says under parents, Max McNabb. Strong name. It is Max McNabb. That would save America. Let's talk about the uh, the Backlund hit. Yeah, you, Backlund. Did you, did you watch it? I did watch it. He cross-checked the fuck out of that dude. Was it Con? Con- I can't say his name right. Is it Connickney? Connickney? Connectney. Connectney? Yeah. Thank you. Connectney. I'll yeah. remember that now. Yeah. I could never say his name right. Um, yeah, he murdered that guy. He put his face on the Do glass. Do you think it he, was intentional? He gooned him. Uh, it's hard to say. I Yeah, I really, it is. With a cross say. check, it's hard to say. I, watching it, I feel like Connecty's a little low for you to probably be cross checking, especially in that situation, because like you're both going to the boards. You could just pin him to the boards when he gets there. But. Yeah, so it's probably not a smart play, but I don't I mean, think his intention was to like out of ruin him, him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they're calling cross checking hard as fuck this year too. Like they went, the league went on record and said they're gonna call. Yeah, it Backlund hard. picked up a five thousand dollar fine. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, 
yeah, that's uh, it. Sh- probably should be more, but what are you gonna do? It's a Tom Wilson special, right? Yes, it is. Um, so what's this stuff about Fenway Sports? Um, Fenway Sports. Fenway Sports is on the verge of buying the Penguins. Oh. The Pens are not. Hold on, I might be mistaken. I might they're be struggling right now. Yeah, they're like way down at the bottom, aren't they? Yeah, they're struggling, bro. Like, let's look at the league standings. Pittsburgh is twenty fourth. Ooh, let's talk about Arizona for a second. Do you know what? Oh, their real quick, is? while we were talking about yes. being sold, I'm sorry, but yeah. sorry, let me interrupt you. It's but okay. uh, I forgot to mention in basketball, Staples Center, no, no Moss. Really cryptocurrency.com stadium or arena oh no cryptocurrency.com center sorry that's what it actually is that's such a bad name the worst staple everyone all the comments i saw was like well we're still gonna call it staple center to fuck <laughs> right yeah get fucked oh my god that is really bad yeah, I saw that this morning, uh, like, as I was going to bed last night, and I was like, that that can't be real. And I woke up this morning, and I was like, it is real. God damn it. Stay bro, center. bro. All right, before we get back to hockey, have you ever seen that movie Wind River on Netflix with Jeremy Renner? No, but uh, Wind River sounds like uh, a SEC quarterback. Dude, it is so... Dude, when I tell you this movie's hard as fuck, it's hard, hard as fuck. fuck. Like it's about this like Native American woman that gets found. Like Jer- you know who Jeremy Renner is. He plays Hawkeye. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. So he's like a tracker, right? He like works on a Native American reservation. Just like if they have like, you know, mountain lions eating their livestock, he'll go find the mountain lion and kill it and shit. And he's out there like tracking one, and he finds this woman's like dead body. And then they like, like this FBI agent comes and they like try to track down who who killed the woman, bro. It's not like long or it's like an hour and 30 minutes but like when shit goes down shit goes down and it's hard as fuck dude watch yeah. it it's real good it's on netflix it's called is it Wind like River. is it based on a true story i mean loosely probably because you know like you know native women go missing all the time and they're murdered all the time and nothing happens about it so like it's probably loosely based on something that happened but i it doesn't say like in the credits or anything this is based on a true story or anything like that but What's it on right now? Netflix. It's a Netflix movie, I think. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah, it's fucking hard as shit. Highly recommend. So anyway, back to the spurts. Um, you want to talk about Arizona? Dude, do, do you know what their record is? Um, I have... I just guess. Take a guess. Guess, guess. I'm guessing they have two wins. They have two wins. How many losses do you think they have? 11? 14. Oof. How bad is that? I mean... You, it's worse than I thought. Apparently, dude, it might be the end. Of, <laughs> it, like that's like that could be like a franchise-ending record. You know uh, what I mean? They just pack up and move. Yeah, for real. Like, uh, it reminds me of like when the Orioles were like doing real bad, and you know, I remember like looking at my dad before you know his surgery, and he couldn't talk anymore. It was like right before then, and he goes, "What are they gonna do?" <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like. How are they gonna stay a team? How are they gonna see it? I remember you saying that. I just always think that every time now. But um Yeah, like it's <laughs> fucked, man. But yeah, I mean Pittsburgh's not doing great either, so maybe a change of uh ownership is is just what they need. I honestly think 
the problem is it feels like and maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a Pittsburgh guy, so I don't have my ear to the proverbial Pittsburgh Railroad. But um the proverbial Pittsburgh Railroad. Yeah. Uh um <laughs> it seems to me like they're reluctant to rebuild. Like they don't want to blow it yeah, up. Yeah, they definitely don't. And I understand like this core won them so much. Right. And I understand you don't want to get rid of Crosby. I wouldn't do that either. But I think you could get rid of Malkin. Like yeah. I I just think like if Look, you got to get assets, right, if you're going to rebuild. And out of the two guys, there's one you obviously can never trade because your fans will abandon you. And there's yeah, one that – and, and out of those two, like, Malkin's the one you can part with, and you can get assets for Malkin. Like, I would have Malkin on my team. No fucking problem. Don't care that he's over the hill. Would love to have, you know, getting Malkin on my team. I would take him as our second-line center. Right? That's Malkin, what I'm saying, dude. Taylor Hall, bro. Oh. Yeah, that'd be fucking oh. nasty, dude. Like, um – so yeah, I think maybe a change in ownership is is exactly what they need. Um, let's see. Uh, what what? So what's going on with Carey Price? I hear that he's skating. Did you hear yeah, that he like came on. out and said that he has like addiction issues and he's trying to get treated for him? I didn't see that. I heard rumblings of that, and if that is the case, man, like fucking more power to him. As someone who's been through it, that shit is crazy. And I, I love to get my jokes off on Carey Price. I'm not a Carey Price fan. But if that really is the case, like, you know, get well, my dude. I'm not going to make jokes at your expense at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's fucked. But, yeah, apparently, you know, I mean, he did have to have that. Was it double knee surgery or some shit? Remember, like, last year they said his both yeah, his knees like were like a replacement. Out? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. And... It is sports, so they have all the great doctors and, and rehab people and shit, you know. But, like, if you got to get, a, like, a knee replacement, like, how do you play goalie after that? You know what I mean? Right. Like, your knees are, like, the most important part. Yeah, you kind of need those to play goalie. Yeah, like, you kind of need those above everything else. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's like catcher. Like yeah, catcher but apparently he baseball. did, he is skating. Um, I think there are no contact skates, though. So yeah, no, nah, he's like literally just that's all he was doing. Was yeah, skating. skating around. But you know, it's uh maybe back with the team at least. Yeah, and maybe he can help them improve because they're fucking twenty ninth, dude. Fucking four and fourteen. That's not good. Um. And yeah, no, he did come out and say that it was for substance abuse. Yeah, that's fucking Quote, crazy. Quote, last man. month I made the decision to enter a residential treatment facility for substance use. Things had reached a point that I realized I needed to prioritize my health for both myself and for my family. Asking for help when you need it is what we encourage our kids to do and is what I needed to do. I'm working through years of neglecting my own mental health, which will take some time to repair. All I can do is take it day by day. With that comes some uncertainty with when I will return to play. I... I mean, you know me. I'm always a person that's like, <laughs> go take care of your life outside of the professional sport first. Yeah. You know, I think that's like incredibly important. I don't like it when people like view these people as like not people. You know what I mean? That upsets yeah, no, me. Yeah, for sure. So uh, that I'm actually kind of happy to hear him say that, and I hope that uh, you know he gets well. And and I hope honestly that the league does a good job of supporting people as this is happening. You know, because I feel like it wouldn't surprise me if it went the other way, man. You know, 
So yeah, no, I, I, I we'll hear see. you, bro. So what's going on with the bees, man? Their record's not looking too great either. Eight no, we also we have feels like we have seven days in between games, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in an Olympic year, like it either goes one of two ways: you play like a shitload of games before the Olympics, and then you relax after, or it's the other way around. Oh, it feels like we're playing like a double header, and then we don't play for like five, six days. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of been that way with the Rangers too. Like we played yesterday against the Canadians, beat them. We play tomorrow against the Leafs. Um, that's going to be we interesting. Play, uh, and then, you know, we don't play till like Monday or whatever. You know what I mean? Me, the Rangers, we play the Rangers on uh, November 26th. Yes. We should cast that game. I'd be down. I'd be into it, bro. Um, you know, the Rangers are an interesting case right now because they're 10-3-3. They're fourth overall in the league. Um, they So they've taken 16 points in fucking 16 games um but when you watch them and, and on that game you'll see what i mean it's like they find ways to score and win but they don't look good and i don't know what to put that down to like is that mm -hmm. a new coach you know what i mean sometimes you get a new coach in and it takes a while to get the system down you know because when you have artemi panera and mika zabinajad you're going to score like you're going to win games. And when you have right. Igor Shosturkin playing like honestly one of the best goalies in the league, you're going to win games. You've got Adam fucking Fox, you know, Chris Kreider is hotter than he's ever been. He scored in literally, I think every single game this season. Um, It's, I don't know. Capo Kako fucking Capo Kako, bro. Fucking six foot. That dude right now, the past couple games, has been six foot three inches of pure finish fuck slab, dude. <laughs> he, he is just crushing it. Like, he's had some goals the past couple games where I've been like, if you stay like this, I fucking love you, dude. Like, pure finish fuck slab. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. That came off the top of my dome, oh, man. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, it was dude. pretty good, man. I don't know. We've had a couple good ones lately. That, Bucci Mane. Yeah. We've had some heaters. Yeah, it's been coming out, man. But um, the real interesting team to me is the Maple Leafs because they're a lot like the Rangers, and we're playing them tomorrow. So I think that's going to be an interesting game because the Maple Leafs also, they are winning, but when I've watched them play, I'm not impressed. So I don't know what to put that down to. Like, it's really confusing. It's like, is it the coaching? Is it just like puck luck? Because, you know, hockey is different than a lot of other sports. All about where puck it's, luck. it's so much about luck. And, puck yeah, luck. I mean, I honestly just can't believe at this point that the Rangers are even in, you know, the top 10 in the league. So that's kind of like, what the fuck? And obviously it's early. This could all go south, much like the Mets. You know, what it, the Mets spent like 100 days or something last season in like first place or second place or something. And, then they just fell off because right. you, you can't you can't rely solely on defense. Like at some point you have to score. You know what I mean? And like with the Mets, they weren't hitting, but the pitching was good. So they kept, you know, winning games. But eventually the pitching is going to regress. And, you know, there you are. So if the Rangers can't like figure out a way to really pick up the scoring, they're fucked. But Scoring hasn't been the problem for us. Ours has been, I mean, I, we said it last week too, defense and goaltending. Goaltending, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I... Our top lines are phenomenal. It's our depth. 
it's our right. three and four it's our third well you're you're in that you're in that period where like the window is closing you know what i mean and that's always a weird period where it's like you don't have a lot of depth and you know some aspect most of the time it's defense or goaltending is not doing well um we need to go back yeah you do I don't, I don't know, though, man. Like, I'm weird. You know, I'm not a Bruins fan, but I'm not a Bruins hater, um, which, let's be honest, most other teams in the league hate the Bruins. I yeah. don't. I just don't. How can you? Like, they're fucking legendary team. And I always kind of have faith that they will figure it out. You know, whether or not they're going to win the cup is one thing, but they'll, like, figure out how to get there, you know? So, I wouldn't – I don't know. If I, I was you, I wouldn't be panicking. It. I think <laughs> – I think that, you know, you're getting to time to blow it up. It's it's about time to blow it up. What? Yeah, it is. I'm I'll what? go on record and say that. But I'm 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 a big fan of pulling the trigger earlier rather than later. Like just blow the two, fucker we got up. Two years. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'd say you got this year and next year, if that's what you mean. But after this year you don't have another two. You got this year and next year. And if you do nothing next year, you need to blow that fucker up. You keep posturing on it, though. Yeah, absolutely. No, you have to. That's the future of the team. That's the future of the team. But other than that, cut them loose, Hoss. I really don't have much else. I kind of went on like a free form rant there. Um, I liked it. You know, just a lot of hockey that i've been watching your finished fuck slab which i'm sure i'll re-listen to like 35 times what i re-listened to a bunch of this from last week's episode was your reaction to uh, me talking about urban meyer finger blasting (laughs) because i didn't actually hear it on my end and i thought you just didn't laugh at the joke and i was like all right that's cool and i listened to it back and i was like oh here we go there we go (laughs) we heard it that's good uh, the last thing I got for the show is uh, Red Sox. We lost uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Six years with the team. He signed with the Detroit Tigers. They came after him hard. They wanted uh, a player with playoff experience. Eduardo Rodriguez apparently has like crazy good numbers against the AL Central. So the Tigers, that was like their main. That shit's weird, isn't it? Guy. Yeah, right. And it's all like, over baseball, dude. It's all it's over baseball. Bizarre, bro. He has like an ERA between like the two and the threes against AL Central teams, and he's like nineteen and one in his career against AL Central teams. Yeah, that shit is so bizarre. Like, it's not that weird <laughs> when like a goalie in hockey like crushes one team all the time, you know, right. or like a quarterback in football. But like yeah, in like, baseball, you get these yeah, players yeah. who just like can dominate like an entire like chunk of the league and you're just like what the fuck is but that they're about? just like average against the rest right it's so weird like what is that i feel yeah, like i weird. feel like it comes down to the fact baseball that, like, it's got a lot to do with analytics i feel right. like because like the dimensions of stadiums are different well and, and baseball is like, just an entirely different game as we've discussed before it baseball is like a series of events one after the other it's not most sports are sort of organized chaos and it's all kind of happening right. at once where baseball is like a sequence of events. So it's a much different thing. I guess. Baseball also like shouldn't be able to happen. <laughs> what like do you every mean? other, like every other sport, like you could, I don't like it. You could have a toddler throw a fucking ball into a circle. You could have somebody throw a football to another person, but like, 
I, I don't know. Maybe it's a bad comparison, but like not hitting the ball with a tiny stick that somebody's throwing to try to make you not hit. Like you shouldn't be able to do it. Right. And, and, it, well, and see, but it's not only just crank a hundred mile an hour exactly. fastball and like, crank it hundreds of feet. That's what I'm saying. Like but yeah. you shouldn't be able to do that right. at all. And like, I, uh, baseball is just a weird fucking sport. Baseball man. is weird. You can hit 300 one year, hit 220 the next year, and then come back and hit 320. Like well, okay, see, that's kind of like my point is I think what it kind of comes down to to some degree is that athletes in general, but really in baseball, are like these weird creatures of habit is not really the right word. But it's like if if a player gets confidence in a certain area – if it's just the right conditions, like they'll keep baseball, you know what I mean? Groove dependent sport. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Once yeah. you get in the zone, you're just, well, it's, I mean, it's there. all, it's very timing based. Yeah, it is. So yeah. once your timing's off and you'll have that a lot of time. Like I remember a couple of years ago, sale was struggling for a little bit and Pedroia noticed something in his delivery and he was showing it to him in a pitching session and the next few games sale came out adjusted it and it was he pitched a lot better like it right your timing or like your form is i mean i hate i yeah i hate to make this comparison but it's a lot like golf like if you're swaying at like just the wrong yeah, time I mean, in a golf yeah. swing like everything's fucked and the, the minute someone points similar. it out to you like the ball just goes straight you know what right. i mean Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely you're absolutely right about that. It's definitely like a groove thing. You just hold like your shoulder in a different spot and it fucks your whole thing up. Yeah, dude. You know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Or like it, it, even in like baseball, like if when you're batting, <laughs> like if you like dip the bat, you know, like some people have a real uh-huh. bad habit of like dipping the bat and they miss pitches that like if they just didn't do that, they would crank them. I used to do that. I I did it better. for a, a couple months, and then my dad pointed it out to me, and I was like, oh, shit. I would hit better if I held the bat further back on my shoulder, like almost so I could see it. Like the bat would point back right. towards like, the picture a yes, little bit. Yes. Yeah. So I, I would hit do better that. doing that than holding it like back behind me. See, I would hold it behind me, but I wouldn't hold it like next to my head. I would hold it yeah. kind of like parallel to my shoulder. Which is weird, but it made me, I don't know, it just, I feel like, again, it's about, like, finding that comfort zone. I kind of held it like that, too. Right? Yeah, I did that a for bit. a while. Um, but Not yeah. completely, but, a little, like, a little bit. Yeah, it's, I can't really, I'd have to show you what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting is not exactly the best medium for that. But, I'm, like, um, sitting here swinging a fake bat. Yeah, <laughs> That's fucking uh, hilarious. It's probably a signal to get the fuck out. Yeah, of here, that's what I was about right? to say. It's about time to get the fuck out of here, man. All right. Well, uh, thanks for uh, listening to this episode and um, follow us on all the socials. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and not YouTube right now, but it's all Stone Sports Podcast. And- you know, we're going to come back to YouTube at one point, too, and there's just going to be like a 15, 20, 30 episode gap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, like uh, we're 67 to 90. <laughs> fuck you. It's behind fuck a pay- it's behind a paywall. Fuck you, Dawson, Dalton, yeah. whatever fuck the fuck you, the dude's Dalton. Name was. Dalton. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I guess you know you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts and um, like, comment, subscribe, you know, review, rate, all that kind of shit. And um, let's get the hell out of here, bro. Say goodbye. Peace. Laters.